Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now What's up, and welcome to another exciting edition of Bearded B-Roll. I'm Kyle. And I'm Mike, just two bearded dudes here to chat about all the movies you love, hate, don't mind, or simply never heard of. You, you don't think this were in the rated version? I feel like this is easily an R-rated movie. You don't ever see, like, an erect penis in a movie that's not a porn. Did in this one. That's, it's a, yeah. <laughs> Let's... Let's introduce it. Uh, all right. So it's in Greek. It's all Greek to me. <laughs> which threw me off because this is Dogtooth from 2009. I'm Kyle speaking with Mike about this film. On Freaky Fridays with Bearded B-Roll. I thought you were genuinely fucking with me with this film because it started <laughs> off and it was like a tape recorder. I'm like, okay, so the tape recorder is in like another language, whatever, whatever. I thought I'm like, this whole movie is going to be in Greek, isn't it? <laughs> Well, the tape recorder at the beginning was, like, telling the wrong definitions for words, though. Yeah, like, oh my god. The amount of times that comes up. Uh, zombie and pussy? Well, the beginning you know, alone. Doing whatever, or like, oh, you mean the first one. Yeah, the tape recorder, it was like, the C, S-E-A, is a leather armchair. A motorway is a strong wind. An excursion is a resistant material. What's also weird is... They're all in the bathroom, right? Listening to this tape. This, the opening scene to this is just like enough. I'm sure that there's some psychiatrist that could like break down whatever the fuck's happening here. Because <laughs> there's like three siblings. I don't even know if they're really related. I'm so confused. About I was actually curious about that. Like, are they blood they're relatives? The same age, and they're all like forty. But they're all like in their underwear in the bathroom listening to this tape while planning. A game that involves right. just seeing who can hold their finger under hot water the longest, and they're trying to come up with the rules. Yeah, they have a really, really like detailed discussion about like, are we going to use all three taps? Or are we going to use one tap? How will we know if someone's cheating? Should we all put our yeah, fingers in together? One, if we use three, someone might pull out or not use it. Like, oh my god, that scene set you up for like the rest of this movie, though, in terms of how. No, like, that scene. That scene was just stupid. I honestly feel like. I've had conversations with my siblings along those lines, planning some stupid game like that. <laughs> it's just weird because they're old and I would have been a kid when I did it. What fucks with you or like sets up the weirdness of this movie is the security guard lady. Cause I'm just like, why is there a blindfolded security guard? And then, and then I was like, okay, so she guards their giant camp compound. And then I'm like, now she's naked. What the fuck is happening? And you notice nobody had a name in this movie, right? Except the security no. guard. They refer to them as the eldest. The, yeah. They only refer to the one as the eldest. Nobody else speaks because I did try and figure out what their names were. And I was like, there's no names. I think even the husband and wife call themselves mother and father. And if you look this movie up, like nobody has a name except for Christina, the security guard. It's just father, mother, older daughter, son, younger daughter, colleague, secretary. It's and not dog even trainer. older daughter. It's eldest. He just refers to the eldest one. And I think that's the daughter. But I feel like that was also interchangeable. But he was the eldest son, so I, I I feel like there's a breakdown of eldest, but like it's gender specific. Oh, and then also just the questions the dad's asking the security guard as he's bringing her blindfolded in. Did you take a bath today? Yeah. Did you wash your hair? Nah, I did that yesterday. I'm like, these are weirdly personal questions for whatever this is. I was assuming it was a security guard job. It is not. No, yeah, he was not interviewing her for a security job. Prostitute, maybe? Not sure. 
I really don't understand why they do the things they do for the son, but apparently he's the special one. He's got the most stickers. So just quick overview of this movie before, because we just kind of jumped right into it. But basic concept, we've got a family of five. We've got father, mother, elder daughter, youngest daughter, and son. And they live in like this weird, what looks to be an expensive compound somewhere in like the Greek countryside, I want to say. And the kids never leave the fucking compound. They're taught like weird words that don't help them define things. I think later the girl calls the salt the telephone. Um, there was the tape recorder in the beginning that's like, why would they're told that the world's dangerous outside, basically, and that it wouldn't be safe for them. Most dangerous animal in the world is a cat. Right? So they're just stuck at this house. And I don't know if this house is necessarily safer because that's pretty much what we're going to talk about, I think, is just how fucking weird. Well, like, it's weird because, like, the abuse, the amount of abuse is limited for someone as controlling as this man is. But it's like psychological abuse, you know? Like, he doesn't. It's like he kept them illiterate because that's what I thought that the lady gave him at first when it was movies and I thought it was books. And I was like, oh, she can't read. Well, the girl's reading a biology book at one point. There was one funny thing that I put down, though, like right after they like show the compound and the security guard comes in and they introduce you to the son, I guess technically again, but separately. Then he's working out with that weird spring. Yeah, yeah, the stretchy. I was literally like, Mike probably has that thing. I, I I don't have that, but I have I have seen them in like '80s movies and infomercials. I well, don't know the what thing. they're called. This movie's from 2005, but um, yeah, 2009. It's filmed in like eight millimeter film or something, or at least it's giving. They they make that. It looks like it's shot in the 70s, and everything about it feels that way. I actually kind of read even the pacing in general. I read that it was it was shot all on one 50 millimeter lens. So I was pretty close. So and yeah, this was, was actually it's not a filter. It's just something they actually did. I don't know. I feel like they were going for a specific look to it. And they were going it, for the 70s vibe. Because I mean, the outfits, everything about it's pretty 70s. Well, I mean, a lot of the style. movie, aside from the cars and, and the shots of the dad at the factory, this movie could theoretically be set in like any time period. Like if you take out the VHS and cassette tapes, like it could have been 2020 if all these people had were cassette tapes and VHSs, you know what I mean? Like it, I mean, I think someone just found somebody's weird home videos and they were like, let's turn this into a movie. I think this is actually, they didn't make this movie. This is a movie of like some weird science experiment that people found the documentation to. That's possible. So my next note was just that this movie is super awkward. And this is like 13 minutes into it, I'm pretty sure. So yeah, the, the woman, Christina, gets brought in by the father. He blindfolds her there because he doesn't want anybody to know where this compound is. And then she basically just goes to the son's room for like sexy time, I guess. Since he's not allowed to leave the compound, the father still needs to satisfy his male urges. So there's definitely like this gender hierarchy to it because he doesn't bring any guys in to fuck the daughters. My note for this is amazing, though. What you got? I, I was, um, what's it called? Stream of consciousness writing my <laughs> note while watching this scene. And it went, what the fuck? Naked people. Okay. What the fuck? What the fuck? Why? Mm-hmm. Is she just getting him hard? Or is this the whole thing? Because it went on so long. <laughs> they don't like, talk either. And then I was like, nope, there's sex. Weird, awkward sex with the blindfolded security lady. Yeah. I mean, it, it was super awkward. They don't talk. They like, there's a very like clinical aspect to it. It's like they're both taking their clothes off. Like they're about to get like a rectal exam at a doctor's office or something. So I had also just another note about the acting in general. And it, it can't, this is where I first thought about it. And I wasn't sure if it's because of the style. Or because it being in a foreign language, maybe I don't understand the subtleties or it's just really bad acting, but it feels really clumsy. Like the acting. I don't, I don't. Very clumsy and robotic. I think it was supposed to. I, because okay. I wasn't sure. Cause it could have also just been like Japanese movies do that sometimes. And I think a lot of that is just a, a miss in um, like, like not understanding what they're saying. Well, this director, I don't know how to pronounce his name, but it's like Yurgos Lanthimos. And the only other movie I've seen from him is The Lobster. And that movie was really fucking awkward, and it was meant to be. Okay, so you're saying that that's... Pl- okay, then. That, then that works. Because that's how I felt. I was just so unconfused about, like, are they supposed to be robots? And, like, just kind of, like, bumbling around the film? Now, the, the way this director tends to represent people is that none of them know how to, like, interact on a real human level. There's always, like, a weird distance between his characters. Like, I don't, well, it's I mean, hard to it's, describe. The conversations are like literally just, so I went to the store, pause. How was your trip at the store? Pause. Like they don't have that, but like, that's, that's like 
the conversational level. It's like, there's always like a line and then a break. There's no like conversation. No, I mean, that's exactly the way the lobster was too. Did you watch that movie? No, because you, every time you described it, it didn't sound like a movie I wanted to watch. You just went on this one because you were able to make me because you were like, we're going to record about it. Like everything about it is just so awkward and mechanical. But like when I saw, I actually didn't realize it was the same director because I watched this movie and I'm like, this feel is familiar to me. This awkwardness between all the characters is really familiar to me. And I looked up the movie and I'm like, oh, it's the guy that did the lobster. That makes sense. So I found out that it was the guy that did the lobster. And I guess he did a couple other of English speaking films because I looked up to find out if they were actually fucking in it. Because I was like, is this? Because like it happens in movies. Willem Dafoe's done them and like some other, it's happened before. And I was just like, a- after the scene where she's giving that one hand job, and I was like, I could see her hand on his dick. I was like, are they actually, is there penetration? Because I wasn't sure. And I'm still not. <laughs> I never got an answer for that. <laughs> no, this movie, it, it was weird because it had a lot of sexual situations in it, but like yeah, none like the of them. Guard, like slow key just like liked the sister. She banged the dude for money, but she would like go hang out with the sister, and because she trades her the the headband, the pretty headband that glows in the dark. Licks and the licking comes up a lot, and that's weird. Oh my god, no, those no, no. conversations! I was talking were about great. like the first time before she does that, and the weirdest conversation ever, which is we're having burgers, which is another one of those things where that word doesn't mean what they think it means. Um, and the other girl's like, "Burgers is one of my favorite meals," but there's no inflection; it's just the driest. We're having burgers burgers is one of my favorite meals it's like what <laughs> and then i was just like who is this lady to these people this is before she gets money i'm just like what's happening yeah because after she screws the brother she's the, the, the daughter's trying to like make friends with her but i guess at that point they'd be interested in anybody that wasn't like who they've lived with for the last 20 plus years right yeah i also absolutely despise every single scene where the one daughter decides she needs to scream Oh, I was actually just going to bring that up. You mean the scene where the girl's sitting outside and she's like, yeah, she's like cutting the hands and feet off of a Barbie doll, but she's like sympathetically screaming each time she cuts off one of the limbs. And for whatever reason, it's 10 times louder than all the other volume in the movie. It hurt my ears. My TV is like up because it's like a quiet movie and then just. "Ah!" And what was the deal with stickers in this movie, too? Because at one point they say like, how many is an honor system? What, what, I mean, I got that it was like some kind of reward system or something, but like what dictated who got a sticker and for what? Did, did you pick I up on that? I don't know. Washing a car. Oh, was it, was it That was the only time that, that I saw it. That was, that's one thing because the brother has the most because he goes on a phone on monologue, which I, he implies he's talking to somebody. He's not. Oh, about how he washes the car the best and how he's only ever forgotten air freshener one time. And that's uh. because the car smelled good and he thought that he had already did it. Just, uh, I thought maybe he was talking shit to his sister because it was just, just. How about the fact that nobody's almost ever there's no more just, people are almost never actually on scene. What do you, like, you mean on? You mean on screen? On scene, yeah. They're they're either like half cut off, not on it at all, or the camera's blurry for it. <sighs> I was like, I like yeah. this, but I hate this. So when he's talking to the bush, I didn't know if he was talking to another person or not. Oh, no, he was talking to the imaginary brother that I'm assuming, I'm assuming the father made up a story about how they had a brother who didn't behave and got thrown out. And now he just lives off of their scraps outside of the wall, clinging to life. Right, because they would just throw rocks and shit. But they also threw food, too. I love how committed the dad is, though. The dad has committed to his lies because he, he knows when they're bullshitting, but he doesn't say anything. Because the brother's like, the brother's like, he's throwing rocks over and he's like, oh, he threw a rock at me first. And they're like, I don't know. But like, they're just like, they can't say that the brother's not there throwing rocks. They're just like, yeah, okay. Well, the same thing with the hammer part later, remember? Yeah, though, that was my favorite. <laughs> Cat came in and broke his leg with a hammer. Shit, we should probably do something about this. You guys got some clay? <laughs> and the father knows what happened, but he looks at the son. And he's like, why didn't you lock the door? Yo, there's smacks. <laughs> Did you take precautions? It's just like he did. There's nothing he could do. It was so fast. But, but why did why did they punish the son, though? Because they have like weird punishments in this. Like the kids are all like violent to each other because they're all like emotionally damaged. But at one point, the mother forces the son to like 
hold mouthwash in his mouth indefinitely till she tells him it's okay to spit it out. This what? is the part with the rocks. He's throwing rocks over the fence. Why was he throwing he rocks? He says though? that the brother was throwing them at him and she's just like uh, bullshit or something okay. like that. That's what it was for. Okay. But yeah, the stickers are definitely for good behavior because I have that up in my notes next. What's cheese pie? Because that sounds good. I don't know. I'm the assuming it's just like, I like fish soup and cheese pie. And I'm like, that combination doesn't sound good. I don't know really any Greek food that doesn't involve being wrapped in a grape leaf or moussaka. Moussaka is good. But, um, oh no. Yeah. The stickers are when we find out that their movies, when they're going to watch films is just home videos. And they just, I don't, is there dialogue in the video or do they narrate it while they're watching it? There was dialogue and she was was mouthing the words because they've seen this video so many fucking times. She has it straight memorized. That's what it was. The the home video also just has random weird cuts. But can we also just point out real quick the scene where the two sisters are in the room and the one says, Hey, I have a new anesthetic. Do you want to see who um, will play a contest and whoever wakes up first wins? Is that now or is this late? Like, I apologize to our audience ahead of time if this whole conversation is disjointed, but this movie is disjointed. This movie is not linear. And it's, it's hard to like... keep track of time in it anyway and what happens when. Different scenes with varying degrees of what the fuck. My favorite part is how the one girl hates planes, but then I found out it's not that they hate planes, it's that their parents throw toy planes in the yard and then they're convinced that, like, I'm just like, she was like, I can't wait for I hope that plane crashes because I got dibs on it. And then the mom's like, that's based off good behavior and like smacks her. I'm like, yo, you can't just call dibs on crashed planes. These kids have no concept of like depth of field or foreshortening or anything. Like they do not understand that just because the plane is tiny. They don't understand that it's farther away. I mean, yeah, if we were going in order, I would have gotten to the part where I I wrote down that the mouthwash is punishment for throwing rocks. And I don't know at what. And I also wrote that the boy brags about how good he is at washing cars. Why do I have written in my notes? Why do I have Rex, Rex, Rex? What does that mean? I have no idea. I don't, I don't know. Because after all that stuff, they finally, we get to see outside of their compound when the dad goes to work at some factory. You know what? He might've gone to the factory. Then they had the anesthetic contest, which the one daughter fell yeah, no, asleep. That is, it's after he goes there because I have random medical advice because like the one sister comes up and she's like, I think my appendix is blowing up. And I guess the other one's a doctor or something, because she just starts giving her a medical exam. Well, I said the same thing. She was like, I have a pain on my left side. It's like, no, no, appendix is in the lower right side. Everybody knows that. So No, but she gives her like a, do you give people a medical exam every time? Like, does it hurt here? Does it hurt here? Does it hurt here? Because yeah, I do that all the time. This is my specialty. Like, she's the doctor of the family or something. Well, I mean, she kind of is in some ways. But this is where we find out where the security guard actually works, which is a weird, like, for someone, even if he's not trying to, like... <sighs> How did that start? How did even that, if she, yeah, that exactly. start? <laughs> hey, do you want to come back to my compound and fuck my Maybe kid? Fuck my kid for money? <laughs> like, there's a conflict of interest there, and also there's, like, a danger. If he's trying to keep people out, even if she doesn't know where he lives, if she were to go to authorities with the weirdness that he does... His address has to be in, like, his personnel file. It's gotta be. You have to have one. He has a license. She knows his name. She knows where he works. At the very least, the, the cops meet him there and make him bring him home. Yeah, I don't know. I was like, that's weird. I thought maybe the security guard at first like was a part of the family, because I immediately just was like, oh, this is about incest. Well, not yet. But the father comes back from work, and he's unbranding water bottles. Do you remember this? Yeah, well, at this point, I'm like, is this a science experiment? Like, in my notes, because I'm, like, watching him do that, I'm like, why? He just takes labels off everything. Is this it's almost like he doesn't want them to know that the outside world is civilized, though. Yeah. And he also lies to everybody about what his real life is like. Like, he tells a coworker his wife's in a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that they can't come over because his wife doesn't want to leave or some nonsense. I don't even know. Yeah, he says, I keep trying to tell my wife to help let me invite you over for a beer, and she keeps saying no. And then he's trying to buy a guard dog, and that's a weird... The guard dog guy. Well, he dropped his dog off there to get trained, but he wants to pick the dog up before the training is complete, even though... Oh, that's why I wrote... I thought he was getting the dog. I thought he was buying one. He was trying to pick the dog up, and the guy, uh, the dog trainer tells him, you know, your dog isn't ready yet. He's only at the second level of his training. We have to wait till he gets to the fifth level. That's why I have Rex, Rex, Rex written in there, because 
when he tries to show the dog to the guy to show him it's not ready, they're calling the owner, the father is calling the dog over and over again, screaming Rex, Rex, Rex. And the dog is just oh, like, does not give a shit. The dog. Yeah. The dog is like looking off in the distance, not even coming when it's name's called. So clearly it's training has not been completed yet. If it won't even respond to its name being called. Oh, how about the parents banging? You get to see some okay. balls in there. I had a question about that. Why are there they, headphones? They both, yeah, they both have this cassette deck and they're both wearing separate headphones while they have sex, while he mechanically climbs on top of her. And, and what the hell are they listening to? Is it Phil I Collins? Like something romantic. Motivational self help tapes? I don't know. That freaked me out. I was just focused on the fact that he made an undershot of his, his sack. I was like, <laughs> balls. This movie showed a lot more like. Everything. Genital area. Everything. Everybody has massive, like, like close-ups on shit. Yeah, this is like the most genitalia I've seen in a non-pornographic film in like ever. I think. How about how they get hugs from their mom? What do you mean? Well, right after the weird, awkward parent sex scene, the kids are playing a game where they're all just blindfolded. Oh yeah. And it seems like the whole goal is just to find mom and give her a hug. Yeah, they have to they have to find her and then they, and then they get their reward hug and they were being like ranked though. I mean, like I think yeah, somebody gets a sticker at the end of this. Yeah. Not in this one. I think there's like another contest that they have. I don't Oh, the breath holding one. The father's making the girls do calisthenics while the the brother sits there doing nothing too. There's there's a weird gender hierarchy in here. Well, the too. brother's the one running that, I think. Cuz the dad walks out during that. No, cuz at one point either the father or the mother comes back out and tells them to like swim from the side of the pool and then do it from a different the different angle as well oh yeah i was confused dude. there's a lot of things that are weird i also had a hard time differentiating voices so i thought the brother was sitting there telling them what to do like i thought he was giving them swimming lessons because this came right after cpr training that was weird <laughs> and i was like you shouldn't do that on a living person that's dangerous there's a lot of ways that could go wrong then at one also point like way ahead in the movie <laughs> oh yeah yeah we're not there yet but it was pool related um, oh, that's why. Okay, now I understand where you're talking about where they also throw food. Yeah, because they steal some so cake. Steal cake, yeah. And then they throw it over the fence, like theoretically, to offer it to the uh, brother. Because the brother. they're all afraid to step even a little bit outside of the thing. Like, they're not allowed to put their feet out there. Oh, yeah, because when the, when the little toy plane goes out, they like need the dad to drive out to go get it. I don't know if that happened yet, but that was great. <laughs> uh, I think it's sometime soon. Not quite. But then uh, the security guard comes back. Yeah, she comes back for this part. I wrote the son doesn't want to eat the puss no, because she wants oral and he wants to go full doggy style, I think was what was happening. Yeah, here's more reference to dog stuff now. Right. That's kind of where it starts because she gets so he's like, no, oh, can we just do what we did last time? She gets into like an arched like that doesn't work doggy styles position. And that's when she offers the headband to the sister, because the bro's like, nah, thank you. And she licks her like a dog. Like she gets on all four and just kind of licks from down, just up. Uh, they'd also just be like, ew, the brother just banged her. Are you critiquing her, uh, her technique? No, I'm just, it's just more references to the dog behavior that they also show more throughout the thing with the licking. The licking specifically. Because that's how they also show their dad love, is with licking. Yeah, that was weird. The mom also licks the dad, because I wasn't even sure they were talking, because I was... Oh my god, we're not there. Alright. Um. So yeah, she licks her, her cooch that her brother just presumably scooshed in. So I don't know what this is. I don't know if they're trying to make another family member. That's what I was assuming, because I'm still convinced this is a science thing. I think it's just to satisfy sexual urges. And I was like, this has to be some kind of weird art film that Mike's making me watch. Mm. So that's what I wrote. And that's the toy plane. The brother's playing with the toy plane. And this is when we find out what they think planes are. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of weirdness. So the brother's playing with the plane. The sister throws it outside because she's like, fuck you, because they hate each other, Loki. <laughs> like, all of them. When? Because she... This is when it gets really violent. Like, this is the scene. She throws the thing. He gets mad and runs and tells his mom. He runs inside, and she just grabs a knife and just cuts him, and then runs away. Yeah, it was like a big-ass chef's knife, A lot too. of stuff just happens real fast. Like, there's no any... This is just like... It just throws the plane, planes outside, he goes inside, she cuts him, she runs so much all at once. 
This movie didn't have a whole lot of violence, but the violence it did have, like, it hit hard. It was very Well, I think it's because brutal. the blood was very red, and it's very washed out and white everywhere. So when there is any kind of blood, it's like, I don't even think it has to be a lot. It's just, you can see it. It's there. But there's a decent amount for what this movie is about. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Oh, but her mom kicks her ass. <laughs> Yo. And it's another... Like, after she know. cuts the brother? Yeah. You don't remember that? They, the, right after she cuts the brother and runs away, because this whole part is just like a lot of just boom, 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 boom. The mom's on top of her, just like smacking the shit out of her head and pulling her hair. I'm like drawing a total blank on this for some reason. I don't remember. Yeah, the mom beats the shit out of her, sort of. It's not like a lot, a lot. Like, it's no, and it's nowhere near as violent as when the dad finally gets to that point with them. Mm-hmm. But it's just like, you know, she's mounting her and punching her in the face <laughs> as punishment for cutting her brother, which I guess is actually like mild you know, for that. I don't, dude. I don't even know. What about that great scene where the grown ass son with his arm bandage gets sad in the middle of the night and like goes into his parents' room and like crawls into the middle of the bed between them to like cuddle and go to sleep? Dude, I don't know. That's way later. No, that happened like right now. This is where I have it written in my notes. I didn't write it down because I was like, that's not important. But what is important is how afraid he is of cats. And then by how afraid he is of cats is how not afraid he is of cats because he's got garden shears. You know, I read the trivia for this and apparently. The they director, cat? no, the director claims that the cat was blind, and that's why it didn't run away when the sun approached. They made sure to have a blind cat. Yeah, I don't know. I feel like he really cut that thing. And then there's another super annoying loud scream because for whatever reason the audio had to be completely different for that part. I maybe that was your TV, man. No, that might really. I didn't get that when I was watching it. I didn't. The screaming audio was different than the rest of it. I had pretty even audio all the way throughout. I don't have a sound bar or anything, so maybe that was what was doing it for you. Oh, yeah, it could be that. But still. But that's when the father decides he needs to like ramp up his children's fear of the outside world and tell them about the, the dangers of cats, because that's when he does the your brother's dead thing. Oh my god, he covers himself in red paint and cuts up his clothes. Yeah, he like very meticulously cuts his clothes up with a pocket knife for like various like rips and tears. And he cats are the most dangerous animals and they specifically eat children flesh. And I'm like, these are grown ass. These are adults. Yeah, your brother your brother is dead. He's been torn apart by a cat. Your brother that nobody's seen. And then they have a funeral for their brother? Again, just throwing shit over the fence. Well, they were throwing like notes they wrote that were tied to rocks, right? Yeah, there's I don't know. But that's when he ramps up their dog training. And this part totally reminded me of Phil Metal Jacket, by the way. When he's making them sit there bark really loud, it reminds me of like when the sergeant's walking around yelling, Give me your war cry! Making Matthew Modine scream his head off. Yeah, but it's not practicing to get them to bark at cats. And the mom's barking. I think the mom's a part of like whatever weird no, the mom control is, in it. is, but like slightly. I thought she was. There's four people on. No, no, she she was, record. but I think I think her participation is one. She's sort of like being influenced Whatever. by the father, but two, she's also helping to sell the lie by showing the kids she's doing it too. Okay, because I was like, it, I was getting the impression she was like half in, half out on like how much control she also had. And then one of my favorite conversations takes place, where Which um, one? well, this they have the CPR part where they're all like the kids are taking turns That's giving right. each other CPR. And then there's the scene where like the husband and wife are like sitting on the couch watching just porn, just watching somebody get a blowjob on TV. And Greatest I think, part, because I my notes are so confusing because of this, because I was literally just like porn, hardcore porn, and titties, just because, because the mom's sitting there with her top out. Yeah, and he's and like then, touching again, her all chest. All right? stream of consciousness. And he's rubbing her chest, and then I'm like, his dick's out too. I'm like, <laughs> was it? <laughs> yeah, he wasn't wearing pants. Uh, I didn't see his dick. <laughs> I told you, I always look. I always look. Hey, you didn't notice Terry O'Quinn's dick in The Stepfather. I don't. I haven't seen that one in a while. That's different. But this is the setup for the conversation that I really enjoyed, just yeah, because it didn't the... make any sense. Oh when, my god, yes. When the wife says, like, I'm pregnant, and he's like, with one child? She's like, with twins. And he's like, boys? A boy and a girl. Yeah. And then they give the kids this crazy speech, and it was like, your mother is pregnant with twins. And a dog. Yeah, and you're all going to have to share your rooms um, to make room for the new babies. Now, if you behave, she won't give birth. 
except maybe to the dog. Oh no, that was definitely happening. Like, don't argue with me about the dog. It was just so weird, though. It was just like we're like they have no concept of how the human reproductive system works. So I guess that chapter of the biology book was just missing or something. No, because I literally was like, "What the fuck? Fake babies as maybe punishment?" Because I was like, "Is this punishment?" It's a behavioral it's a control technique. Pre punishment planning. That was that was weird, and it was just. This this actually had a lot of similarities to like Animal Farm when you think about it. You ever read Animal Farm? No. Um, but no, I mean they use like Napoleon the pig runs away from the farm like toward the beginning of the or sorry Snowball runs away from the farm as Napoleon the pig starts to consolidate power and like turn everybody against him. But then every time something goes wrong in the farm that uh, is basically Napoleon's fault, he blames Snowball who ran away from the farm years ago. He's like, Snowball must be coming back in to sabotage us. Just this like mythical fictional character that's used to like to keep people in line or to like get them to focus their energies on something. Like if they're afraid of cats and shit in the outside world, they're not afraid of their father for keeping them locked up, you know? Yeah. And then they also, this is how you find out that they're also convinced that they can just have planes if they crash. Because their mom just throws a plane outside and you're like, look, a plane crashed. And it's like a gift. And the one, the oldest sister, I think she's kind of in the know that things are not right but like still under the control i don't i guess she's well they don't have any outside information to go on weird rebelling yeah she's like weird rebelling sort of and then they have like the weird sister incest thing you remember this part the one sister lays her head in the other sister's cooch and starts biting her thighs and the one's like ah too hard and then like yeah they just keep doing it, but then she like licks her thighs, and I'm like, oh, this is going to lead to other licking, and then it does, but not where I thought it was going to be. There was just so much weird extra shit in this movie. Like, the daughter at one point is like giving the father a pedicure by the pool or something. Do you remember this? And the father's singing a song yeah, while she well, does Yeah, there's it. also like another scene where somebody's just cutting the dad's toenails. That's what a pedicure is, bro. That's what I just said. They have a really nice yard, by the way. I was really just like, I was into that. I even... I think I would even be down with having a weird just wooden plank thing in the middle of it for like... I was wondering what that was for. It was almost like a dance floor or something. Yeah. (laughs) Or like a weird patio in like the middle of the yard. So when I got to the part where I was like, there's weird scenes where people are mostly not on the screen is because I wrote that note when they were doing the part where it was the whole thing was blurry and it was just the brother's hand flying a plane and the other sister was like half off screen laying blurry in the top of it and then the other ones off to the so weird planes are weird in this movie too what about the fish you mean the (laughs) the fish are gonna die because chlorine is bad because that's what i wrote unless they don't have a chlorinated pool he put one fish in and that turned into two fish he put four fish three fish oh i saw one fish i thought i saw one big fish and then the daughter's like there's two fish in the pool comes outside I guess another one just showed up because they have no idea how life works. There were a bunch of fish in the bag, I think. But yeah, they, she doesn't think it's weird that a fish ended up in this like pool in their backyard. Like, Also, what happened to her arm? Because she's just wearing a bandage at this point. It, it just happens. No, I know what you're talking about. It was a smaller bandaid, not like a big bandage, right? Yeah, but it was just there. Like, I was like, what happened? I don't know. It was like the kind of bandage you get when you get like a tattoo, too, because it was just taped in a square on like just her inside of her forearm. But when the father goes into the pool to get the fish, acting like the provider slash hero, I guess, could he have been any more extra? I mean, it is a pool. He could have just got a net, but no, he got like a harpoon and a snorkel. We had different opinions of this because I was like, I want to try that. I want to go harpoon fishing in a pool. So I think this is the next part is when they talk about the dog tooth, right? Which is the name of the movie. Yeah. And what's a pussy? And you're, you're ready to go outside when your dog tooth falls out. Which one? Left or right? Dog tooth. It, no, it doesn't matter. Because that's what they say. Well, he says the right dog tooth, and then he's like, or the left, it doesn't matter. He, but he, he clarifies right the first time. And then they say, and when are you ready to drive a car? When your dog tooth grows back in. Which one? Doesn't matter. They have like the same, the same structure of conversation that they had about the first one. Um, but that's when the daughter says, Mom, what's a pussy? Because she heard it from the security guard. And she's like, pussy? Is a big light. For example. <laughs> and she gives like a like a kindergarten like 
use the word in a sentence type explanation. I don't remember what it was, but it was I think like, it was something along the lines of like the pussy is too bright. Can you please turn it down a bit? <laughs> but then the father does this weird thing like, hey, do you want to hear your grandfather sing this song? And he puts on a record and it's Frank Sinatra singing Fly Me to the Moon. And, and he's translating. He's translating it like incorrectly, telling them this weird like anthem of how you need to like never leave your family and only trust your family and, and never disobey your parents and everything. And they're all like, it's so beautiful. Yeah. But the father, that's when, I mean, because before that, right, is when she got the, the daughter got the VHS tapes from, from the security guard. No, this is after that. Is it? Yeah, because um, there's more brother, sister, security guard, fuck fun is what I wrote. Because the brother fucks her, and then the sister licks her cooch. But, um... I brought you hair gel. Lick my pussy. Yeah, and then she's like, no, hair gel's not a good enough gift to lick your keyboard. Yeah, because keyboard equals vagina. (laughs) Well... (laughs) And then she blackmails her into letting her have the movies, which I thought were books at first, because I didn't see what it was. She just goes through her purse, like, give me these, and she's like, no. And she's like, hair gel's not good enough to lick your keyboard for it. Give me these. Also, how about the security guard's um, explanation of how uh, hair gel works? Where she and she's like, puts it in her hair. Grabs a and giant glob and throws it in her hair. Tries to, there's something about marry herself. Yeah, no, yeah. it was it was good. And the girl's like, no, no, it's not good enough. But, mom, what's a zombie? A zombie. It's a yellow flower. It's a small yellow flower. And then later he's in the yard. Mom, I found two zombies. Or, um, and like during that time, the fucking sister is pretending to be Rocky. Because I assumed, I, yeah, I, yeah, I, yeah. I assumed those movies were Rocky and Jaws, I guess, because she was quoting those two movies. That well, because at one point she says, "I want to learn, I want to learn how to fight." Can you call it Mister uh, Mister Balboa and Mister Creed? Yeah, and then she's like pouring water in her mouth, like spitting it out, like she's getting punched. That was super. I I thought at first she was talking to her dad because once again, you never know who they're talking to because the way the angles of the scenes are. She's basically off the left of the screen having this conversation to the left. And it's like, the use of camera angles is bizarre. But yeah, no, then she's just talking to herself, quoting Rocky and shit. It sort of helped to emphasize the claustrophobic feel of it, though, right? By having it be like close to people and only show parts of rooms. Like the only time, I mean, outside it's a big yard, but inside it's like all pretty close shots. Yeah. But no, I mean, just the in, gen- in general, like people are like half off the screen almost the entire time, either upper half or lower half, or it doesn't matter. Can we also talk about how when the mother is explaining what a zombie is to the son, he is just like pounded down juice left and right. Well, she's just handing it to him every time he drinks some. How about later in the movie when the dad hands the mom orange juice because she's upset about, I forget, I guess the one when the, it, that's the end, so I won't get into it. And he's just like, drink your juice while it's fresh or don't drink it at all. Yeah, that was <laughs> so <laughs> aggressive. <laughs> I was like, it's just juice, man. Juice is like sacred. It was like orange is green too. It was weird. It was uh, it was pube period blood love potion juice. (laughs) Or uh, what about because the Rocky part's good, but what about when she pretends to be Jaws and starts attacking the shit out of her brother in the in the pool? Yeah, like she's quoting Jaws while attacking him as a giant shark and like biting his leg and shit. Well, I was gonna say one of my favorite scenes was when the sister tells the other sister to call me Bruce. Well, that's after the dad beats the shit out of her with the movies. I have it written after she attacks that. him. No, 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 it was after because she attacks the brother. I wrote my notes in order. Of I wrote VHS movie. Smackdown, VCR Smackdown. Okay, well, the actual order is she quotes Rocky, attacks her brother as Jaws. The dad's like, "How the fuck are you quoting these things?" Takes the tape. He tapes says, "Get it. me duct tape." Yeah, yeah. Tapes <laughs> it to his hand and he just beats the fuck out of her. I'm like, "Oh god." Like, it looked like he was really, like, just whomping the shit out of her with a VHS tape. Dude, I'm, like, 90% sure he actually connected, because uh, you see pieces of the tape shatter off. Oh, yeah, you're right. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> that, 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 was, that was method as fuck. And then the sister's upstairs, <laughs> and the other one, like, laying in the other one's lap. She's like, called me Bruce. Oh, okay. And I'll respond, and I'll turn if you call me Bruce. And what does the other one want to be called? A word, not a name. Yeah, no, I, I didn't write it down, but it, it, was, it was a word that didn't make any sense. And she was like, She's I can't. Like, can't be called that. Yeah, and then she, then they practice calling her Bruce, and then the dad goes to the security guard's house and beats the fuck out of her with a. They have like a pleasant conversation at first, though. Yeah, like, it's so weird because the VCR part comes out of nowhere. He's like, I, I got you the perfume because I thought you liked it. I didn't want to get you a vase because I wasn't sure if it would go with your house. 
And me and my wife, this is what we thought your house would look like. (laughs) And then he just picks up the VCR and like hits her in the face with it, which also made me think, did she quit her job after that? Because every time he drives into the security complex at their business is going to be really fucking awkward. Oh my God. Again, this is somebody that works for him because as far as I can tell, he either owns based off his wealth to have a weird, creepy compound or is high, high management. But it gets even weirder after this because that's when. Oh, wait, no, no, no. Hold on, because I'm sorry. There's just like a good quote with the VCR scene when he's done mm-hmm. and he looks at her and he goes, I hope you have kids. I hope you oh. ki- I hope your kids have bad influences and develop bad personalities. I wish this with all of my heart. And I was like, that's hardcore. Well, because he thinks she somehow tainted his family by exposing them to like any modicum of the outside world, like at all. But then it's the scene where they're in the house at night, and I guess the father's in bed with the mother, and you hear the son screaming all of a sudden. And my first reaction to this was, this guy's masturbating wrong. Turns out to not be the case. <laughs> That's what you thought? I just assumed he was trying something new and like Yo, fucked it his up. his dad rents security guards for that. <laughs> But that's when, that's the scene where, with the hammer, where the daughter's like, a cat just came in and hit him with this hammer and broke his knee. What are we going to do about this? And I thought the father- He's the scene in in movie history, because the the son's like, she did it. And she's like, nah, he's just overcome by the pain and hallucinating or something. Like, it was full plot twist when the father walked over and slapped the shit out of the son for getting hit with a hammer. Like, I I did not expect that. I I did it. I actually, I- (laughs) I didn't see it as a plot twist because I was like, I saw the way he looked at her and then I saw the change, like, gotta commit to the lie. Did <laughs> <laughs> uh, you take the proper precautions? Schmack. Um, He's still got a gentler than the, the sister that got smacked with a VHS tape duct tape to his head. But this is when we get full incest. This no, is- no, not yet. The mom and the dad have a weird whisper fight where the mom is mostly just licking the dad's ear. But what about the... Um... And that's when they plot to have the oldest sister be the son's new security guard lady. And then they're like, nah, let's let him choose. And I was like, oh, God. And then I was like, I'd probably choose the blonde one, though. The younger one? Yeah, she had bigger boobies. She died in a car accident a couple of years ago. Like in real life? Yeah. Oh, damn. Well, how was I supposed to know that? But um, this part gets really weird because he's like checking shit for firmness he's like doing he's boob and doing it blind he's like closing his eyes while he's doing it yeah he's like checking the boobs and the butts for firmness to see what has the best best feel i guess why does and... this have to be in a bathtub that made it weirder to me it made it grosser that it was in a bathtub like it didn't need to be weirder but it it was weirder <laughs> it was weirder after that oh god actually when they got when they both walked into the shower after the parents were like we're gonna give him one I was like, wait, he gets both of them then? That's the compromise? That's only fair. Uh, but yeah, I was like, I'd go with the blonde one that kneecapped her. But I guess I could see where he would uh, choose against that. And then right after this, yeah, this is the full-blown, the full-blown incest. And this is where I was like, yo, she's legit jerking him off. Is this porn? And is the sex real? That's where I started Googling stuff. Like, I paused the movie to look it up. Be like, are they, are they just really doing it? There's not well, a lot. What did of you find out? Happened. Are they are they doing it or not? I don't know, but she was definitely jerking him off because his dick was hard and it was in her hand, and you can see it. I don't know for sure if you were wrong or right in this scenario. I'm definitely right. Also, it was definitely like rapey because she she was not into it. And who who chose who chose to have her neck on the footboard? I was like, I was that just seemed uncomfortable. She had her head like resting on a piece of wood and hanging off the side of the bed. Also, why was she so wet? There's, it's not like these are super active scenes. Like, these are not the most intense lovemaking moments. They're pretty slow and boring, aside from I, what how... it's implying that it's actually happening. But they are both soaking wet. But she was wet from the beginning of it. Is this supposed to be right after the bath? Because there's a lot happened in between there. Not like a lot that was worth noting, but like a lot of just stuff. That sibling sex scene was the point where I wrote... This movie might actually just be a porn. Cool. So we both have a moment where we're like, is this porn? The scene goes on forever. And what was with the quote that she said after that? Because it sounded like she was quoting a movie or something when she was like, definitely was, but I tried to look it up and I couldn't find it. 
where she was like, if you try that again, you bitch, I'll cut your guts out and something and your clan isn't long for this world. I don't remember the exact details. Oh, yeah, I don't know. Because I, I was like, I, I also brought, I mentioned something about I, what movie is she quoting now? It definitely wasn't Rocky or Jaws. No, and she only had two movies, which was weird about it. What about that? And this is actually the second scene that reminded me of uh, a Stanley Kubrick movie. Because they have the parents' anniversary and the daughters are doing that weird dance and they're standing next to each other. Dance? Their sweet dance moves? Well, when they're first standing there, they resemble vaguely the two twins in the hallway in The Shining. So that was like my second Stanley Kubrick flashback during this movie. Yeah, the brother is legit good at playing guitar, though. I liked that scene. Oh, yeah, he was. He's also good at fucking his sister. (laughs) He's just following orders, man. I really don't even understand what it is. Like, is it a gift to him? Is it meant to try and. They need to make more? Like, I don't understand. I don't think it's procreation, but I mean... It's just a gift. That's the logical reason for it. So, yeah, they have this amazing dance scene, which the one sister bails on it like halfway through, and she's like, I'm tired, can I sit down? And leaves the other sister to like finish the stupid dance that, for one, nobody's enjoying it. The parents aren't smiling. They're all staring at her like totally stoic, like dead-faced, watching her humiliate herself. Nobody's getting any enjoyment out of this, so I don't understand the point. How about the part where she humps the ground as part of her dance moves? That was my favorite. I loved it. <laughs> and then the split, and then she just <laughs> she just immediately stops covered in sweat and eats cake. She like devours the fuck out of that cake too. <laughs> right after that, though, is the most brutal scene of this movie. So much so that I had to rewind it and rewatch it just to see if, like, damn. Oh, the weight scene? Where she's in the bathroom, yeah, and she like is holding like I guess a five pound weight or something, and just just cracks herself in the face with it like so hard. And the scene was really quiet up until that point, and then she and does she's it laughing. She does it at least one more time, right? She does it a couple more times, and she knocks out definitely more than one tooth though. Oh yeah, her two, her like canine and like the one right next to her missing. But her tooth's out, so technically, since she lost her dog tooth, she's ready to venture out to the outside world. But I like how she still sort of follows the rules here because that dog tooth didn't grow back in yet, so she's not allowed to drive, right? No, so she goes and hides in the trunk. She hides in the trunk of the car. What? what? After that, the other daughter comes in, and there's another weird incest part. When she asks for the harpoon gun and offers to lick the father's ear. Well, what did she need the harpoon gun for again? Was she going to hunt the cat? They didn't know the sister was gone at this point, so it must have been for cats. (laughs) He's like, you can't have the harpoon gun. And then she starts doing it. And he's like, all right, whatever. But then they have the search party because the father finds the tooth and all the blood in the bathroom. So they start the search party. And I love the chaos of the scene because they're all running around screaming for the daughter. The son is barking. He's barking for the sister because he's a dog. And the other sister is yelling, Bruce. <laughs> well, this is before they even go outside. The dad does the majority of the search. He finds the teeth and he immediately books it outside. Mm-hmm. Everybody else is searching the house for a little bit first, but then yeah, and then the I everybody commits to that they can't step off the property. The dad, which if they're convinced that you can't leave the property without being in the car, and the dad even does go so far as to do that when they gets the plane. Yeah, yeah. This panic moment should set some red flags off for everybody as they're at the gate on all fours barking while he's running around on the road that he's not supposed to be on. Yeah, he gets out of the car, too. And, like, presumably, if she would have left the compound, she would have also not been in the car because yeah. the car was still there. I just thought it was weird that nobody else nobody else cared. So this movie, it, it ends in a very similar way to The Lobster. And, and what I mean is inconclusive. Um, nah, she's dead. Well, there's a couple different ways to interpret it. At the end of the movie, the father drives to his place of business, right? He's running in to get something, and, and the camera focuses on the trunk for like an extended period, and you keep waiting for it to open and for the movie to continue, and then all of a sudden, the credits just flash up. She's in that trunk all night. I don't know where they are. I'm assuming it was either really hot or really cold. She died due to the elements in the trunk, because that's going to... That's gonna... No, I mean, that's one way to interpret it. You can't just say she died. So she could have, A, died in the trunk, B, passed out from the pain and just not realized the car even moved. C, she's afraid to get out of the trunk because of the conditioning that she's been like involved in her entire life. D, she can't open it from the inside. It is an old Mercedes, and who I don't know when they invented those latches. 
So there's like four different scenarios for why she didn't pop out of the trunk. Um, Mine. I was just under the assumption she either suffocated or died due to the elements. No, I mean, that's totally a viable option. I'm just saying it's not the, the only thing that could have happened. There's like a bunch of different ways to interpret it. And this is the kind of ending that like people would have brought this movie back to Blockbuster and like thrown it at the counter at us and said this movie sucked. And then we would have just started giving it to everybody. Basically. Because like it, it's, it's a, people don't like endings that are not endings, right? This didn't feel like an ending. It felt like, all right, what now? I, I see. I was okay with it though. Also, these people would have survived the Pontypool zombie massacre like pretty well, I think, because they already didn't know what words meant. <laughs> Wait, I forget what Pontypool was. It was stupid. The one with the radio announcer and uh, the zombies that are like triggered by sounds. And the way he like manages to stop the girl from turning into a zombie later is by like relearning words. He's uh, it's like ketchup means lemons. Ketchup means lemons now. <laughs> and I'm like. I was having flashbacks of that while I watched this, where it's like, you know, a motorway is a strong wind. Turn the pussy on. So what did you think was like the overall like takeaway or point of this movie? Because it, it didn't it didn't say anything, but at the same time, it also said a lot about like the way parents treat their kids, the way families interact, and, and the way people view the world. So So what I got from this is the, the moral of this is that family is the most important thing that you have. It's about family values. So you sided with the dad on this one. I don't know, man. I don't know. I mean, there's not, I don't know if there's like an exact straight up takeaway from there's it. There's no I mean... plot. The plot. Well, I guess there's the plot. There's, it's just, it's hard to get to because the plot is not important to the story. That's a great way to describe it too. And I don't think it suffers from that because if this movie tried to have more of a plot, it would have been terrible. But the fact that it doesn't, have much of a plot leaves a lot of room for interpretation i know you're gonna really hate my rating when we get to that probably i mean i didn't i didn't love the movie i did like it in in a really weird way and it was almost like it was very experimental in what it was doing you know and it yeah it's definitely four beards for me just because of all the sex no just because it was so fucking weird and i was confused the whole time that it kept my interest like I'm somewhere, you know my what? Interest? Three beards, because I laughed my ass off during this movie. The amount of times that I had to say "what the fuck" out loud, and the amount of times that I've seen things that I've never seen in movies and actually never wish to see again, um, <laughs> really pumps it up for me. And it was this weird blend of like the negatives are good in this. You got to make the dad joke though. Like, what did you think? I don't know. It's all Greek to me. No, because it's Greek. So. Three out of four beards and four out of four beards, apparently. Surprisingly enough, I was expecting you to say one when you told me I'd hate it. So check it out. Don't blame us if you don't understand it, but try to have fun either way. I don't understand it. I loved it. So I don't think understanding it matters either. Most of my notes are question marks, but you know what? It's all good. 90% of my notes are just me saying, what the fuck? So follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Bearded B-Roll and look for us anywhere you find podcasts. Check out our website, beardedbroll.com, for info and links to merch. And remember to email us with ideas and suggestions at beardedbroll at gmail.com. And check out our Discord. For funds. Yeah. Lots of fun Don't stuff. Fuck your sister. Or can... lick your dad. Or do. But probably don't. Pro- yeah, probably don't.